1: Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. Oh, L-M-F-M. The 11 to 1 show.
0: L-M-F-M. After 118 days, it's all over. But can Hollywood get back to work? More on this after Cranberries. Cranberries with dreams on LMFM's 11 to 1, Thursday morning. Sinead Brazil here with you hope you are keeping well and this is you know fairly historic you know 118 days of a strike has come to an end in Hollywood now the words tentative deal are here in inverted commas on my page so look at you know anything can happen this is Hollywood after all but the SAG-AFTRA Uh, union this is after the longest walkout in its history so they announced that it ended early this morning with a unanimous vote so this union represents about something like 160,000 members of the industry has been on strike since july 14th caused major disruption to hollywood productions which kind of had a bit of a knock-on effect a little bit here and in the uk as well But uh, the deal comes after they have negotiated um, and spent days deliberating over several items. The biggest thing being this idea that, you know, actors likeness can be used in terms of AI. That's the big one. Also, you know, the way we love an L Netflix binge, right? On different series. And, you know, Netflix has them on there for ages. That's the first thing. The second thing is and not just Netflix any any streaming agent the second thing is that uh, you know they can bring them back you know the way they brought like the gilmore girls back and things like that and the thing is the streaming giants are getting all the cash and the actors and everyone involved in actually making it are not getting the cash so that was the 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 big thing as well so weeks and weeks and really hollywood has been more or less at a standstill for months with actors and writers strikes and uh, back in September the Writers Guild of America they um, struck a deal with studio bosses that was 156 days on the picket line Um, and straight the strikes we've had lots of different Hollywood stars kind of expressing their solidarity on the picket line Uh, and Jamie Lee Curtis has wrote perseverance has paid off so fingers crossed things can go back to normal and we can enjoy all of the Hollywood fare and movies that we've been looking forward to so yeah longest strike in the history there Now, uh, something to enjoy in terms of entertainment-wise, we had the fantastic Pat Short on the show yesterday. Pat and his daughter Faye are bringing their new show, Knuckle Down, Knuckle Down, to Drogheda this month. I have tickets up for grabs, all the details of how you can get your hands on the tickets on the way. Now, back to the music. Here's Dermot Kennedy. Dermot Kennedy, something to someone. Now, the phrase Knuckle Down brings me back to the classroom and you know, teachers that had different phrases, knuckle down and do your work, things like that. I have tickets up for grabs to see Pat and Faye Short. They are returning with their show called Knuckle Down and I want to give you a pair of tickets and it's all to do with teachers and phrases that they used to say. All details will be revealed and I have music from Joel Corrie, uh, Joel Corrie even, and Ella Henderson on the way. Oh,
1: the 11 to 1 show.
0: Okay, okay, quieten down now. Knuckle down. It's time to do some work. Class is in session. Yes, I'm talking about things that teachers used to say all of the time, and uh, this is all to do with Pat and Faye Short because they are bringing their new show, Knuckle Down, to Drahada. Okay, they're coming to Drahada to the Crescent Concert Hall on the 24th of November. I want you to go along, and these two incredible performers glide seemingly from hilarious characterisation of everyday Irish people. Characters such as Michael the Hapless Builder. We also have a, a character, the mother of the child at the school railings. All of these will be in this show called Knuckle Down. And I'm asking you today to think back to, you know, the classroom and what common things that the teacher used to always say. So I'm thinking things like, it's not my time you're wasting, not mine. Oh, no. Get your head out of the clouds, Sinead, and into your books. That was another great one as well. I will not call for CUNIS again, Colini. That was another one in Greenhill School. Uh, You won't learn anything looking out that window. That's a great one as well. All of these things that the teachers used to say, you know, when you weren't paying attention, you weren't doing your work... What common things did they say to you? That's what I want you to tell me today on WhatsApp or text. You can send me a voice note as well. Love getting them on 086 1800 658. And there's a pair of tickets up for grabs to see Pat and Faye Short. And uh, by the way, all the details of that show patshort.com. So get entering. What phrases did your teacher used to say in the classroom all the time? 086 1800 658. If heaven had a phone on the Ella Henderson, Joel Carey, Heaven, and LMFM's 11 to 1. Oh, we're going back to the school days because I want to send you to see Pat and Faye Short in their new show, Knuckle Down. It's coming to the Crescent Concert Hall, November 24th. And I'm asking you, what sort of phrases did your teacher used to always say to you? Mine one was, um, oh, Miss Brazel. You've joined us finally. We're on page whatever. Because you'd just be daydreaming. You wouldn't be paying attention. Coming in on 086-1800-658. Get out and just principal's office. Love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My teacher used to say, if I go down to you, you'll feel me. Not very appropriate looking back now. No, no, it's really not. <laughs> when you think of some of this stuff. Um, are you waiting for the Holy Spirit to give you the answer, Lucy D- Daly and Carolyn St- <laughs> Spot the person that went to the convent school as well. Lovely, lovely. Yeah, I'm just reminded me of that. I'm wasting my breath on the sweet desert air. That's a great... What? That is a brilliant one. That is a brilliant one. Absolutely brilliant. It's time you pulled your socks up, Sandra. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pulled your socks up. Well, I'm wearing tights, Miss. You know what I mean? Yeah, I absolutely get that as well. Uh, teacher sayings... Um, I'm casting pearls before swine. This was uh, a brother in the same C- CPS. CBS. I'm casting pearls before swine. Oh, I love what's that even What does that even mean? Brilliant. Keep those coming in. What did your teacher used to say to you back in the day? Common teacher phrases 086 1800 658. <laughs> There's Boyzone, no matter what. Oh, these are great. Keep them coming in on 086 1800 658. Phrases that your teacher used to say all the time when you were in trouble or, you know, you're acting the maggot in class. Now, Ireland's Fit Family, it has returned to our TV screens. We've already met the Nugents from Navin, but hang on a minute. The Farrells from Drogheda are going to be appearing on this Sunday's episode. I'm going to catch a word with Ken Farrell next. Oh.
1: The 11 to
0: 1 show. L-M-S-M. We've met the Nugents from Navin who've taken on Ireland's fittest family now this week. The Farrells from Drogheda will be on our screens in the popular show, hoping to go all the way. They will be up against the Murphys from Carlow, the Gallagher family from Leash and the McCarthys from Cork. Can they push their family to the limit and win Ireland's fittest family? I'm delighted to be joined by the head of the family. He's on the line. It's Ken Farrell from Drogheda. How are you getting on, Ken?
2: How are you, Sinead? How are you getting on?
0: I'm good, I'm good. Now, I didn't realise until I called you up the other day that you're the mad fella that's always running by my house. We live very close to each other, Ken.
2: Ah, yeah, well, uh, yeah, I live in the north side of the of town, Um, yeah. And I probably would be known as the mad fella who runs around the town, all right.
0: (laughs) Now, you and the (laughs) family are, are fitness mad. It's not just you. The kids are very fitness mad as well. Tell us, though, where does your love of all things exercise and fitness come from?
2: Um, I, I don't know. My passion, like, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a firefighter paramedic with Dublin Fire Brigade, so um, I have a very active job and pretty much just all my life I've just being active, just doing things and keeping keeping going with either football or just running for myself and all the kids have bought into that. We do gym work and football, etc. you know what I mean? So there was a natural progression to go on to Ireland's Fitness family this year. And as soon as Enna turned 14, who's was our baby. Uh, the two lads were waiting on, on one of their sisters. We have two other sisters as well. There's five in the family. So we were just waiting on Anna to be 14 to be old enough to compete in Ireland's Fitness family and, That's what we did this year.
0: Okay, so this has been something that's kind of been an ambition of the family. So who sort of started the ball rolling on it? Was it yourself or the kids or was sort of everyone involved in this?
2: Well, I I suppose we're like a lot of the families within Ireland. um, We watched Ireland's for family religiously on a Sunday night. It's probably one of the only shows that we would watch together. And we've always said we'd do it. And then this year, we we know the Nugent's from from Drada who won it last year. And we're sort of, that was the that was the catalyst that pushed us on and it was, I, I suppose it was me who sent the initial email with the, with the OK from the kids that should we go ahead with this and we give it, we, should we give it a good go, you know?
0: Now, did you run around the estate more when you found out that you were going to be on the, the show? Did you up the ante in terms of the training?
2: Uh, yeah, I suppose I started focusing more on, on just general fitness as opposed to, like, I do a lot of just uh, running and you need to be working on because it's Ireland's fittest family, it's not... You know what I mean. You have to be a jack of all trades and a master of none. As as we have seen in the past, that some families you would look at them and say, "Whoa, they're 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 very strong looking," and and they don't they don't achieve what you would think they do. Whereas mm-hmm. the other teams that would be very fit. So we do go out like we go out together. We uh, my two lads play football in the town, and they're always out and active. You know, um, Anna also plays football. So yeah, I suppose we we did up, up the ante with a bit of an emphasis on our overall fitness. You know.
0: Yeah, and and would you be competitive with each other now? Because the Nugents, fierce competitive. Oh my goodness me, <laughs> they were like even with each other. So how about you guys? Is there competitive
2: among the kids there now? Well, uh, <laughs> myself and Quinnock will be very similar. that we're 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 there, and yes, we will be. We would be very competitive, but we wouldn't be win at all cost competitive. Whereas Dylan okay. and Anna, Anna definitely showed a different side to her that we saw John competing there. That <laughs> it was she would do anything to win and and uh, it in her determination to win. Elon would be very similar to that, that he, he just has that winning streak, you know. Um, but myself and Quinn were we, we, we enjoyed the ride as well as the physical exertion. We enjoyed the, the, the journey of it, you know.
0: Absolutely. And, and Anna is only 14, can we just say. No better woman. She's got stuck in straight away to, to all of it and really embraced it, which is absolutely fantastic. Now, you can tell me, who is your
2: coach? Oh, so my coach uh, was Davy Fitz. Oh, fantastic! Um, what was and, he like? Now, oh, he was absolutely, uh, and I have to say, what 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 shows on the camera uh, would only be a snippet of Davy Fitz. He's mm. absolutely a fantastic individual. That he he's a great motivator. You know, and you see him on the telly, like, because when I saw, we had Davy Fitz, I said, "Oh, I'm not great with people shouting at me all the time." Like, yeah, I, I I take it, and I don't I didn't know how the kids would react to it, but that was only sort of a, a, a snippet of what Davy Fitz is actually about. He was. Absolutely fantastic! You know, he was one the, I, I, he was a great fit for our family. That he had a Gaelic background as well, and yeah, and with the kids all playing Gaelic, that they were well able for him, and they they spoke the same language as opposed to the you know the incentives to do things and what have you. You know,
0: absolutely. Now you are this week on the show taking on families from Cork, a family from Leash, the Gallagher's, who did quite well last year, and also a family from Carlo. Were they tough competitors? And when you saw the guys from Leash, did you go oh? <laughs>
2: yeah there was a little bit there was and an, an, for me now it wouldn't be so much but uh, one of the the process of the the the, the format so you you compete on a day, and the day before you compete, you stay in a hotel, mm. and all the teams stay in the same hotel. And I could see Ilan and Enna sizing up the opposition because you're in a you're in just a normal standard hotel, and yeah. and they're sizing up, they're seeing these people arriving in, and their muscle tops or their you know, and they're, they're, even even without me knowing, as they were sizing them up, I it was a bit of a strange one for me to see the kids. You know, I suppose they do it on a football field or sizing up the opposition. But she listen, as I said, it's not Ireland's strongest family, or or you yeah. know, it's a, it's Ireland's fittest family, and it, it it was it was great to see that the kids were were a, a alert enough to yeah. see that. And when you see, as you said, the Gallaghers there, they put myself and uh, myself and the Gallaghers, we we all got on brilliantly. Oh, like uh, cool. I know the comp the competition was was it looks fierce and uh, and it is absolutely. Fierce when you're doing it. However, it's once the cameras are off, you know there was a, there was a bit of a, a bit of crack and a bit of banter going on as well. Yeah, you know? I
0: like that. I like that. Now, don't reveal too much about the challenge, but can you give me a hint of what you had to do on on Sunday's episode?
2: Uh, <laughs> well, I I, I I won't go into this, the, the finer details, but no. what I will say is uh, we will be in and out of water uh, okay. quite a bit, and actually sure there might be a bit of climbing and. and there'll definitely be a lot of uh, physical exertion.
0: Oh, definitely. There really, really will. So will the whole family, like will you get the extended family, will you get the friends around the TV now on Sunday night?
2: Yeah, well, as I said, I, myself and my wife have five children. So we have two other girls that are older than Quinn O'Kielan and Anna. Mm-hmm. So they're bringing their, their partners and they're all coming over with their friends. So yeah, there should be a bit of a bit of crack going on on Sunday night, all right?
0: There'll be a buzz, absolutely. Now I've often heard. So we, fam- might her, we might invite oh, you. We might invite you around from Castle Money round the corner from you, absolutely. Now yeah, I've yeah, often yeah. heard families who've been on the show say that it's kind of brought them closer together. Did you find that family bond strengthened?
2: Oh, one hundred percent, absolutely. I, 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 I actually didn't expect this in the in the in the way that it happened. Um. I know Ilan and would. they would be typical teenage brother and sister they they barely even look at each other they yeah. even let alone talk to each other and they actually hugged each other at one stage and they were high-fiving each other and all so that's, it absolutely brought everybody together and it was a great bonding experience
0: Oh fantastic Well we are wishing you all the best of luck for Sunday really looking forward to tuning in thank you so much Ken, for taking time out of your busy morning
2: to have a chat with us no, thanks a million for your call and have a good day. You
0: too. Thanks a million. Ireland's Fittest Family continues or to E1 this Sunday uh, at 6 30 pm. There's John Wade missing you on LMFM's 11 to 1. On the way, we're going back in time and I've got music from Paul Brady for you.
1: The 11 to 1 show.
0: LMFM! Now we're going back in time to 1966 and a chance meeting leads to romance. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 4455 On this day in 1966, John Lennon meets Yoko Ono at, a, at an avant garde art exposition in London and today is working. World Freedom Day. It's been created in commemoration of the fall of the Berlin Wall. The date is not so much about the wall itself, but more about what it symbolised. So, World Freedom Day today. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda, Dundalk, and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. Paul Brady with Crazy Dreams on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now news at 12 is approaching but still to come. It's detention for you. Yes, we're going to be getting back to more of your teacher's sayings for your chance to win tickets to see Pat Short and Faye Short in the Crescent Concert Hall. I'm going to meet the busy mum of two who is organising an event celebrating women in business and I'll have some top TV recommendations as well for you. There's a 007 reality TV series a bingeable Netflix Crime show and so much more, there as well.
1: The 11 to 1 show.
0: Yes, it's detention for you. We're going to be getting back to the most common things your teachers used to say right after Rihanna.
1: Shine bright like a diamond. Hit Hit after hit.
0: On air, online, on your smart speaker, this is LMFM. Sinead Brazel here with the Ariana Diamonds kicking off the second hour. Now, how would you like to go along and see Pat and Faye short in their new show? Yeah, It's called Knuckle Down. They are coming to the Crescent Concert Hall. In Drogheda on November 24th, and it is going to show off the incredible talent of these two performers as they glide seamlessly from stand up to hilarious characterization of everyday Irish people. The sharp wit and physical comedy genius of this comedic duo will have you in pain with the laughter. All the details, patshort.com. So I thought the phrase knuckle down sounded very sort of teachery, you know, so it's got me thinking. What things did your teacher used to say to you all the time? Here's Shirley High in, in Dundalk. She says, we used to do exercises every morning before school started and he used to shout out through the window while we were all in lines. Amok, it's Jack. Amok, it's Jack. Every time I think of him or uh, out to the hall when you knew you were in trouble. Oh, yeah, out to the hall. All right, in the corridor. Yeah. Miss McMahon, uh, stand in the dunce's corner. Oh, <laughs> That's not a great. A dunce's corner back in the day, yeah. Speak up, or do you need another pair of tonsils, Paula and Drogheda? Love it. Absolutely love that one. Our history teacher used to say, Do you think I came down the Liffey in a bubble? Well, do you know what? My favourite one is, oh, Do you think I came down the last shower? I say that to my kids all the time. That's a great one. Doing the veil. Oh, yeah. Of course, never to me at primary school. Uh, it says. <laughs> Fernando, Murphy and Doc. Oh, yeah. That was to other students, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. My teachers used to say, come here and I'll beat some sense into you. Oh, listen, back in the day, John, back in the day. I know, I know, there was a lot of that. There was a lot of that. Um, Another one here from Peter. Engage brain before mouth. if you had a brain you'd be dangerous that was another one as well and then you at the back up to the front yeah oh they didn't like us going down the back didn't they not no 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 that's brilliant keep those coming in 086 1800 658 The Buzz on LMFM keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app
1: Hi I'm Max Perry Edwards has updated fans on her upcoming first solo album. On socials, she did a get ready with me while talking about the tracks.
2: It's finished! No, I'm joking. (laughs) I think I'm in a very good place with it right now. It's been an amazing process. I've met some incredible writers, incredible producers, people I've worked with before. Um, new people, it's just been really fun, I've loved it. <laughs> it's been a very different process I would say to being in the band. I think it kind of has brought me out of my shell a lot because I used to use them as like my comfort blanket in the studio.
1: People are already getting in the Christmas mood. Last Christmas by Wham is the biggest gainer on global Spotify today. It went up 25 spots to number 111 with 1.39 million streams. Timothy Chalamet has released a new promo for Saturday Night Live. Here's a clip. Saturday Night Live. It's always magical entering through these doors. So many iconic parts to this studio. The clock. Up every monologue under the bleachers, where the cue cards are made. The update desk where Che and that other guy sit, and of course, there's home base where I'll be stepping out this Saturday onto the historic SNL. Why is Timothy Chalamet in the studio? What do you mean? He's hosting the show this week. That's the buzz. I'm Max.
0: The buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Getting back to the music now. Here's the Hothouse Flowers on LMFM's 11 to 1. Hothouse Flowers, we are going nowhere. Absolutely. Well, we're going to Phillipstown actually on Sunday because there is a great event happening there in the community centre. It's celebrating women in business, and I'm going to be meeting the very busy mum of two who has organised this whole event. She's going to join us next.
1: Oh, L-M-F-M. The 11 to 1 show. L-
0: This weekend we are all invited to Phillipstown for a very special event celebrating women in business. There's over 50 stallholders taking part. There's workshops as well to enjoy. This is not just a run-of-the-mill fair day and it's organised by my next guest. She's a busy mum of two who voluntarily runs two playgroups for parents and young children and she's hoping to shine a light on the great work and successes women in the area have achieved in their business. I'm delighted to have Jenny Meehan in studio with me now. How are you getting on? Hello, Sinead. Thank you. That was a lovely introduction. <laughs> oh, you're so welcome to 11 to 1. And this is going to be such a lovely day. Tell me, where did the
3: idea for the event come from in the first place? So, I suppose, through my play groups that I run, um, I've met lots of mothers and some dads as well. And um, I've kind of come across really talented women. Um, I Probably I wasn't aware of, you know, um, because a lot of the time you go to baby and toddler groups, they might be talking about, you know, the children and their yep. milestones. So, i try to kind of take the conversation away sometimes to be like, oh, what do you do outside of this? Because I'm with my two boys all day, so it's nice to have a bit of adult conversation. And um, yeah, they've been like, oh, I'm an artist or, you know, a writer. And I'm like, wow, this is like, it's just it's very inspiring for me, you know. So um, and then I thought, like, wouldn't it be great if we get everybody together for a big kind of, fair plus family fun day plus, yeah, just it's going to be a big, a bit of everything, really.
0: Yeah. And as you say, you're so right to kind of bring focus back to, you know, what we do outside of our children, because so many of us can kind of feel like we've lost a little bit of our identity, particularly on maternity leave. So I love that you've sort of given this moment to sort of celebrate what they do in life outside their children. And also, I think as well for people in business and particularly women, we don't often celebrate the successes. So something like this is a great way to celebrate the success and also
3: kind of to network and reach out to the wider community exactly Um, yeah I think everybody's just so busy now and it's hard to actually stop and you know get out of the everyday logistics and just actually come together and celebrate Um, so I'm very excited about it and I I think I hope all my stallholders are and I hope we get a great turnout
0: oh no doubt you will talking about the stallholders as we mentioned there. there's nearly 50 or so stallholders so give us an idea a flavour of some of the businesses that are going to be taking part
3: Yes. So we, um, I've kind of made the fair open to all business women. So I don't want, I didn't want it to be limited to products only or services only. So it's products and services. So out of the 50, I've probably got about 16 service providers, and then the rest are all products. and like, I'll just I have a big, long list. Obviously, yeah. I can't get through everybody, unfortunately, yeah. on our chat, but I'll just mention a few. Um, so I have Una Kelly coming. Um, she is an antenatal teacher, a midwife, a lactation consultant and a reflexologist. Wow. So that's a lady uh, who has many strings to her bow. Um, Maria Morgan she um, makes natural skin products the company's called Esker Fields I love Esker Fields oh just do you just give a shout
0: out yeah yeah I do ah. I do I met her at one of the um, I think it was one of the Drogheda uh, cottage markets before and yeah and she's
3: going from strength to strength I, I'm delighted to see her, her doing so well so yeah big fan of hers oh that's brilliant yeah she's lovely she's, she comes across really warm and, and positive um, I, we had a, a Zoom call last week with all the stallholders just to, to try and meet. Each each other because so I think often at these fairs you kind of set up and you, d- you mightn't actually get to visit other stalls this is so it. that's what I, I did that last week anyway so then um after Maria I have Ruth Cargan there she's Cargan card payments so she will look after card payment machines in uh, hotels restaurants shops anything really She
0: must be flat out because that is literally is. all people use yeah
3: yeah she's she's amazing and she's a single mom as well so like hats off to her she's doing really well um then we have Laura McCormack. She is um, a dog behaviourist and oh, trainer. Oh,
0: fantastic. Yeah. Um,
3: her company's called What the Woof. I which, love it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Um, Barbara Hamill is with uh, Dandelion Women's Wellness. So she's like a nutritionist and she's also, I think, recently trained as a doula. Oh, very good. So yeah. um,
0: that's, That area is fascinating. The the, the mm. role of the doula. Yeah, really, really interesting.
3: Yeah, and I think after my, my babies, I kind of looked looked them up and I was probably only finding people in Dublin maybe, but yeah. we, I think this is great. I've come across two now in the local area, so we'll be celebrating them on the day. And uh, Brenda McConville, she's Delish Donuts in Dunlaire. Um Tina Bellew is Little Feckin Designs. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of does all sort of homeware, decor. Um, Julie Duff, uh, she's a local lady here um, from RD, and she does um, candles, wax melts, stuff like that and um i'll just mention two more maybe yeah. um you and me baby reflexology that's Nadine Tavi and she's coming from Blaney. Oh for Blitter, Yeah, yeah. And then um yeah Jenny McGahan is another local lady. She's in uh she's a personal trainer in Gym Plus oh, in Drogheda. Yeah,
0: she's great. We had her on the show before when she was doing her buggy fitness workouts. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, yeah, she's she's great. And I've seen photographs actually at her classes where they like talk about multitasking. The women are there trying to pull whatever poses or whatever that Jenny's making them do and then they're pushing them the boogies and keeping children quiet at the same time absolutely fantastic now we should mention you jenny because you are extremely busy in your own life as well you're a busy mom of two and you also run two playgroups play completely voluntary as well
3: yes yes um so i run one in Blackrock on a friday morning from half 10 till 12 and that's in Blackrock community center and then i run one in phillipstown um just outside Dunleer, and that's from half 10 till 12 on a wednesday morning um, so I kinda some people say to me it's like a full time job nearly yeah. running them um just with the setting up and um cleaning up and being there you know as a sort of source of information for people but um it's it's great to give to the community, you know and i I find the postnatal period myself quite tough um I had an awful postnatal rage um which often isn't spoken about a lot, so um Yeah, it's I think it's so important to be honest with other mothers at playgroups as well. I try to and and dads, you know, just be honest and and say how you're feeling and not say, oh, you know, everything's fine. And this this picture of motherhood, we might see people on Instagram, you know, like makeup on and, you know, beautiful figures. And and they're rocking like about four babies at one time and you're like perfect house. It's not real, you know, so. Um, And
0: I think it's so important that you've brought that up because I've been very open about my own experience as well. You know, suffered very bad postnatal depression on my second child, you know, was a long time out of work as well, kind of recovering from from that. But it was we and we were chatting about this yesterday when when we were lining up the interview. And when you mentioned postnatal rage, I was like, oh, my God, that's exactly the experience that I had. It was like. I was nearly like too high up on life. And then I'd kind of come crashing down like at the flick of a switch, like when something mm. would go wrong with the child. I'd have this intense rage, like you say, mm. and it's really scary. And it's like some other person takes over your body or something, isn't it? Yeah,
3: that that's exactly it. You're describing it perfectly, you know. And like I think an awful lot of it can be related to tiredness, like mm. for me anyway. And um, when you're tired, you just have less patience, you're more irritable. And uh, yeah, you, you can just it, this comes over you and it's like, oh, my God, who was that? Like, yeah. where did that come from? Um, and like, it's interesting. I'm doing an anger awareness workshop at the moment um, or course even. And they discuss like that, how anger is actually a secondary emotion and how behind it there's a, like a hurt or a pain. There might be some some sort of emotion maybe that's not dealt with um, could be from your childhood, you know. Um the words that were kind of mentioned were um, unappreciation, uh, shame, fear. Um, there's lots there's lots behind it, you know, yeah. so on the surface, it might look like, oh, my goodness, like, wow, like, how can you be empathetic or show no, like, you know, show, show compassion towards somebody who might be acting like this, but um, there's often more behind it, maybe, you know, that's in a general sense. But yeah. the postnatal rage can be very real. And especially if you're trying to juggle, say, a newborn baby that's extremely unsettled along with maybe a toddler pulling yes. out of you, you know, yeah. um, that's, you know, but... um, And so often yeah. we
0: have, you know, you, you have this image of postnatal depression where it's the woman maybe crying uncontrollably and it's, oh, the baby blues and stuff like that. And absolutely there is, you know, we need to create a space around conversations around that. Absolutely. But I don't think there's enough, like you say, on this idea of these powerful emotions like rage coming, mm-hmm. in, coming to the fore. And it was only really through reaching out counselling support mm. that I personally was able to work through something like that and and as you say it's really interesting to explore well sorry what's the root actually of that anger why is that manifesting so much and in such a huge way? And mm-hmm. I think that there definitely needs to be more explored and, and discussed and maybe more research even done into the likes of that.
3: Yeah, I totally agree. And, you know, just just say it, you know, mm. like at play groups of people are saying, how are you feeling? Well, I'm not. I'm not great. You know, yeah. and be honest. And I've mentioned postnatal rage to some people before and they're like, oh, they just start laughing. Yeah, because it's just maybe not something they've ever heard of or they're like. Is she actually serious? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, say say it, say it, and like you know, the stigma around I suppose anger generally, um, and you kind of think of this maybe maybe anger as as a man, you know, yes. and like you think of anger management it's like oh these people are all so angry and horrible, but when you actually look behind it, you know, it's it's um, there's a lot more to it. And- there really is, and I think that's really important. Do not rock up to the play group
0: you know, with a false kind of a, a sense of how you're feeling, because mm. that's exactly why they're set up. They're set up, you know, to, you know, combat that isolation that we often feel, you know, both men and women, if they're at home raising mm. children, there is an isolation there. And um, they're also set up to, to have that adult inter- interaction and they're set up to, converse with each other and like you say be real with what we're experiencing because I think that needs to be you know out there and absolutely dads can experience that level of frustration and overwhelm mm. if they're going to be the ones that are at home primarily taking care of kids and they are mm. completely welcome at at groups like this as well.
3: Oh yeah. Like I'm always trying to canvass for men. I'm like, where are they all? Yeah. you know, but I think it might turn some men off as coming to you know a group full of women. Often it's a lot of women and they might be turned off. But I try to encourage any men that come, I'm trying to chat to them and introduce them to other people or other dads, you know, if we have other dads. So there's any stay at home dads around the kind of Blackrock Dundalk, you know a- anywhere in Lad we we run every every Friday in Blackrock and every Wednesday in Phillips Town so I love to see dads coming I really do because they are um they're 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 just great too. Vital. They're just as yeah. important,
0: absolutely. And you are looking for more people as well to join the the group in Phillips Town primarily. So moving back to Sunday, and you have some fantastic uh, sessions, kind of nice tranquil se- sessions for
3: overwhelmed parents on, on <laughs> yeah. Sunday, don't you? Yes, exactly. And and they're open to everybody, um, men, women. Children, well, some of them are children friendly, maybe some of them wouldn't be so so child friendly, but I'll just go through the list there and um, the schedule that's planned for the morning. Um, So it's this Sunday, the 12th of November, and at half 10, we have Jenny McGahan. As we mentioned, she's going to do a fitness class um, and the children are welcome to attend that. I might leave some toys out for uh, playgroup toys for the kids to play with. And then 11 o'clock, we have um, Sharon Lovey coming to do um, a beginner's yoga class. It's like a vinyasa flow class. That's just adults. Um, so all these classes are 30 minutes long. Just kind of taster classes to get an idea of the the person. Um, then we have Sandra from Conta Kids at 11.45. And um, this is kind of like a, a, an active sort of play Fun class for children and parents and um, the kid you kind of end up maybe crawling like a bear on the on the ground and your child's <laughs> kind of sitting on your back, <laughs> so that's really fun and exciting that one um Sandra's a really really great girl um and then we have. At half twelve, Camp Cocoon Kids Mindfulness. That's Sas- Sasha Tallon. Oh, that'll be great now. If you want them to
0: all simmer down
3: for nap yes. time or something. Yeah. exactly. And yeah. I, and I should mention the Conta kids is two to four, two to five year olds really. Okay. And then um, the kids mindfulness class with Sasha is open to all children. Um, then at one o'clock I' have an interesting one it's a bit um a different stage in life but this is a menopause and health talk with Jenny McKeever really important yeah. um a perimenopause and menopause you know the perimenopause for people who don't know is the period before menopause and it can happen a lot earlier than than we might expect um and so she's on one to one thirty. I have Sinead O'Byrne doing a Pilates class from one thirty to 2 o'clock. And then uh, Ashling Hapney's coming at 2 till 2.30 with a radiant body yoga class.
0: Oh, lovely. For adults, yeah. So we we'll would be floating out the door after this, <laughs> absolutely. Exactly,
3: yeah. And hopefully, uh,
0: as we mentioned there, there is completely lots of stuff for, for our kids as well. Uh, now, it, the fir- this is the first time you've organised sort of something like this. Has it given you sort of the goo to kind of continue? Because obviously you're really good at it. Um,
3: uh, mm, <laughs> I wonder, yeah, I, I have to discuss it all my pe- with my husband because I, I have been extremely distracted and, uh, you know, like not present with the boys and, you know, but this has been a mammoth task, really. Yeah. You know, it's 50 stall holders. Um, I, I feel very proud of myself that I've done it. I have a background in sales and marketing Um, I'm not working for over four years now, so it's kind of weird, yeah, to be back in the kind of...
0: pros of something, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but
3: it, it does feel good, you know, so... Watch the it's, space. Watch the space. I've already, I've already got a list of people who want to come to my next, next inverted commas <laughs> fair. You know, so it's, it's building the list and the interest is building. We'll see though. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Well, this, before we finish, is there anyone then that you'd like to thank? Because you know, as you are organising it, you, you do have people that have come on board to help and support.
3: Yes. So I came up with this idea myself, but I actually just mentioned it to um, the girls in the credit union in Dunlear and they suggested that I apply for maybe a community fund. So they have. Have a little bit of um, money to put out to uh, to to community funds, basically. Mm-hmm. And she said she was going to give us a wee bit of a help for kids' activities. So um, I have uh, Vanessa from Color Splash Lab coming. Uh, she's going to do a really cool arts and crafts table. It's going to be very exciting. And then also Catherine from Beyond the Bump is doing a messy play. Oh, brilliant. So they're, they're funding that. So um, I'm very grateful to them. So big shout out to the Credit Union, Dunnir. Thank you. Fantastic. Well, listen, it's going to be a great day on Sunday. I thank you so much
0: for coming in and for sharing your honesty and your experience. I I do hope that you continue if it's something that you you want to do. But thank you so much, Jenny, for joining me. Thank you, Sinead, for your time. Not at all. Jenny Meehan there, the Philips Town Fair and Family Day celebrating women in business. It's happening at St. Kevin's Community Centre in Philips Town this Sunday from 10.30am.
1: Oh, the 11 to 1 show. Oh.
0: Is walking on cars with speeding cars and LMFM's 11 to 1 getting back to some of your messages on teachers very very shortly but just want to say as well that you know uh, just to, uh, on the back of Jenny coming in and having a chat and having a conversation around you know emotions and things around postnatal I think it was extremely brave of her to open up about her experience and that there are one or two messages coming in thank you so much for that um, Betty saying I don't know how my poor sister coped. She had three uh, children. Uh, She had four sets of twins. um, And four sets of twins. Three single children, sorry, and four sets of twins. My goodness me, that was a full house. Uh, At 31. And uh, the other half wouldn't even put a soother in their mouth. She deserved a huge medal, uh, says Betty. This is probably way back when as well yeah you know this is the thing isn't it the lion's share was sort of left to to, to women that's absolutely for sure uh, very brave to speak about that says another message Um, went through a similar experience myself yes yes and this is the thing it's about just kind of admitting that and there is no shame in that and that's part of the issue isn't it we have to break down all of that but thank you so much for your messages on that one now time for the job search LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes backed by Bordgosh Energy Replace your old inefficient gas boiler with Local Heroes Visit localheroes.ie a car sales require a store person this is a full-time permanent role salary depends on your experience to apply please email info at Car Sales.ie. Mag Trust Limited requires general operatives and machinists to join their production team in Tully Allen. To apply, please email keith at magtrust.com. And Nace Oil Company Limited, the Maudlin's industrial estate Nace are currently hiring for the position of rigid truck drivers in the Meath area. To apply, please send your CV to kathy at NaceOil.ie. Don't forget all the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes backed by Bord Energy for
1: gas boilers, heat pumps and electric vehicle charge point installation. Visit
0: localheroes.ie. Taylor Swift, Cruel Summer and LMFM's 11 to 1. Now on the way I have my top TV recommendations. Oh,
1: LMFM. The 11 to 1 show. Oh,
0: LMFM time for TV recommendations and it's bodies bodies everywhere dead bodies and fit bodies yes so coming to tonight on BBC One at 9pm says Stacey Dooley inside the Undertakers so she thinks death is completely terrifying so naturally she's decided to face the fear head on spending time at a family run Nottingham Undertakers will seeing what happens to us when we die and thinking about her own funeral help her come to terms with the inevitable so that's tonight on BBC One move to Sunday, I have to mention it again. It is of course Ireland's fittest family, Or to E1, 6 30pm. So the action kicks off again as the as Nina Murphy's family from Carlow, Davy Far- Davy's Farrell family from Louth, Well on Sonia Gallagher's family from Leash and Donica's McCarthy family from Cork take on some brand new challenges. So that's Sunday night, Or to E1 at 6 30 pm. Now, bodies on Netflix. This I think my Niall O'Brien might have mentioned this a while ago, but it's a series of eight episodes starring. Stephen Graham, and the story starts with the appearance of a dead body in Long Harvest Lane in London. This event happens in the same location in four different years: so 1890, 1941, 2023, and 2053. And it leads uh, to four different detective investigations, and it's absolutely gripping stuff. Here's a little taster from the trailer for you. At 6 a.m. on the 10th of September, a man was murdered on Long Harvest Lane. There's not one hit on any database. No DNA on record, no prints. No bullet casings were discovered on the scene, and no exit wound either. It's
1: impossible. The murderer's out there. You found something out, haven't you? D.I. Hillinghead, 1890. D.S. Whiteman, 1941.
3: Three murders on Long Harvest Lane, decades apart.
0: Oh, it's absolutely brilliant. I'm pretty much nearly the way through it. It is based on an acclaimed graphic novel, but it's absolutely fantastic. If you love kind of, you know, sci fi stuff, but drama, it's this time hopping murder mystery will keep you at the edge of your seat. And they are my TV recommendations for this week. Speaking of ABCs, it's back to the classroom and the winner of our Pat and Fay Short tickets is Lucy Daly, who says, our history teacher used to say, do you think I came down the Liffey in a bubble? Absolutely brilliant and enjoy that show on the 24th of November in the Crescent Concert Hall. That's my lot for today. Thank you so much to the guests and to you for your company. Enjoy the rest of your day and I'll chat to you again tomorrow. Oh. Listen back to the 11 to 1 show podcast on LMFM.ie or the LMFM app.